Well, I guess I'll, I'll start by saying this has to be one of the worst weeks in sports ever. And today is just the icing on the cake with how slow moving the stock market is today. Have you been following it by any chance? No, I have not. I'm not. There's no exaggeration. Spy has chopped between 386 and 387 since 7 a.m. this morning. So for the last four hours, it's only moved up and down a dollar. I am going to send you a picture. Okay. Here it comes. Okay. Check that. Is Have you ever seen like anything like that in your entire life? Or like since we've been like trading? On a daily basis. Oh, shit. This is a three-minute chart? Yeah. No movement at all. That's where you just... No, I just... I can't... I We watched, like... There's this show... This new show that's being advertised on Hulu. It's with... Uh, one of the characters from Shameless. It's called Bear, I think. Have you seen the previous rat? Nope. Well, anyways, that's how fucking desperate... I got fucking carry on shows I'd probably never ever watch, but yeah, he's like a cook. Sometimes those are pretty entertaining. Taking wow. over like a old family restaurant or some shit. Really uh fishing for something. Yeah. Well I think it's thirty minute episodes though. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's like entertaining at least. It's not like there's not like anything real dry about it. Not a lot of dialogue during 30 minute episodes, so not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I put like another desperation play by me. <clears throat> I of course there's no sports on. Um well I saw that the US women's U twenty national team plays at like twelve o'clock today. <laughs> I like Wanted to see if there was a betting line for that, but the game's not televised, so no chance. Next best thing was taking a uh, an outright winner on this golf tournament, and so I took Rory McIlroy to be an outright <laughs> winner. He was like, he was like in like second or third, T two or T three or some shit like that. He was plus two hundred. I took him. He birdied the first two, two of the first three holes, so he's in first place right now. But mm-hmm. I think I think it's uh, the three people is going to come down to is him, Cantlay, and Shoffley. So something to keep an eye on. I was going to follow it. Of course, this fucking golf tournament is not televised until noon, so I got to kill an hour before I turn something on. Oh, you actually picked like a really good week to have to drive cross country. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not missing anything at all. Oh, yeah, I guess that's like the only the silver lining, I guess. But mm-hmm. all right, PJ's gonna jump in right now. Yeah, <sighs> that's why it's almost like I had to force myself to work out. <clears throat> now I'm doing a little like uh, 
pulling up all the baseball metrics and stuff like that. I'm trying to get a head start with it so I actually um, know what I'm talking about today. But mm-hmm. even then, once that's done, then what do I do for five more hours? Um, I root for Rory like your life depends on it. I mean, there's still... He has to win the tournament or just win today? Win the tournament. Oh, my gosh. There's still three... He was... Yeah, I know. But there was, like, a head-to-head play, him versus Cantlay. He was, like, minus 135. It wasn't, like, good enough odds for me. And uh, I could see, like, oh, you watch this fucking second round for three and a half hours, and then it pushes. You know, they both, like, end the day, like, Five under, <laughs> a waste of time. All right, you guys hear me? Yep. Hey, so it worked. Mm-hmm. We talking PGA or what? Oh, shit, it's the only thing available to talk about right now. Yeah, there, there's okay. not. I, I was just telling Justin, there's not not much to pick from or to, to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. What we so we are have... doing soon is reviewing the old. Uh, Week ones, one hundred percent. I I uh, I, was t- I just got done telling Justin uh, this is like the perfect week for him to drive cross country because there's there's no sports. There's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> on play it. A little, little dry patch downtime. Yeah, there's literally nothing. You can fish for things here and there, but for the most part, there's nothing on. So yesterday, I ended up watching like three hours worth, three hours worth of uh, cover three podcasts. Was, uh, yeah, they they cover uh, college football, mm-hmm. and hey, gets the old blood pumping for sure. <laughs> when he's when like the conversation starts to turn like heavily into football talk, you know. Mm-hmm. So, kind of brushed up on some things, and uh, yeah, I agree. We should definitely start talking uh, football. Absolutely, maybe maybe this week we're just getting back in the rhythm of things. You know, had a nice little hiatus. I need I need like a week before I can start talking football because I need to like no r- for sure brush up on some stuff. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't even know what teams are playing what conference this year and you know. Well, <laughs> I don't think anything changes till next year, so it's Whatever. all still the same. But yeah, there was definitely a lot of like transfers and coaching changes and yeah. that kind of shit. I need to like lock myself in a room and sit <laughs> on my computer for a couple hours and figure it all out. Well, last. Last year, one of the the series of episodes from Cover Three, uh, which PJ, if you don't know, there's like four people on the Cover Three podcast. They only, they only really discuss college football. That's it. And yeah, one of the guys, like on, one of the guys on there is Danny Cannell. He's probably the most recognizable. Um, but anyways, they uh, last last year, the series they talked about the most. That I spent the, a lot of time listening to was uh, when they broke down their betting team totals over under. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of how I like the first step of like, which way I'm going to lean on 50, 50 games. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, my big team, the team that I was on the most based on their information was Michigan state and Michigan state was like a fucking top 10 team all year until they kind of fell off the end. Right. But it's it's it really helps when you hear that kind of stuff. And like I said, I was on Michigan State, and they're if they're like underdogs in any game in the first couple of weeks, you just automatically take them plus points. And so, anyways, did, did, they, do those, 
did they do those episodes already or no? They're, they're going to start. Okay, <clears throat> so let's before don't even listen to it. We should spend the next couple of days, um, like jotting down our own, like whatever catches our eye, and yeah. we'll compare it. <laughs> the episode that they that I listened, one of the episodes I listened to yesterday was like uh, their dark horses to win either like a playoff a playoff spot championship or like conference title so i'm sure some of the, like the people that they or some of the teams that they included are going to be gonna correlate. Other, yeah it's going to correlate for sure that's all right but, yeah well right now let's see i just looked at the uh dark horse candidates i see louisville i mm-hmm. see buckeyes and texas with arch manning <laughs> no next no. year though right <laughs> Yeah, they got yeah, Arch Money won't be there until next year, but um, yeah, I mean, oh, Ohio State's never a dark horse, it's the fucking like, like a top five team every year. <laughs> yeah, for, um, I don't know about Texas, I mean, maybe <clears throat> Texas, Texas has still... been like quiet for the last couple of years because they suck. Yeah, they're not very good. I, that was that's a nice way of saying that, <laughs> but they this is the last season before they move to the SEC, so um, Texas, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Texas, Oklahoma next season moves to the SEC. Um, dude, I'm kind of fucking bullish on uh on Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Like they lost uh Caleb Williams, fucking clown, moved to or transferred to USC with Lincoln Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm pretty sure they kept the same offensive coordinator, Lebby. Who's he's, he's pretty good. And uh, their their quarterback is the quarterback from UCF, uh, Gabriel or whatever, Dylan Gabriel. Mm-hmm. So he's he's like serviceable for sure in that system. And uh, their head coach is Venable, so you know their defense is gonna upgrade like like times ten. Mm. Yeah. The one thing when I think of Oklahoma though, and it's not really gonna matter this year; it'll matter more next year when they're playing the SEC. But like the last couple of years. To me, Oklahoma doesn't strike me as a team that's like big and powerful. They just strike me as a team that's like fast, want to spread you out. Mm-hmm. And I don't I, know how well it's going to mesh in the SEC. So I, they're going to have to spend a couple years recruiting players that like fit well in the style of playing the SEC for sure. Well, that my like lean, take, man. My lean for Oklahoma was specifically for this year because it's still a big Big Twelve. And like yeah. you can get away with it, and like if you're bearish on on Texas, then you should probably just take Oklahoma to win the, the Big right. Twelve. O- Oklahoma this year is going to say, "All right, we need to win our conference. Yeah, steal any recruits because we're going to be in the SEC. So anyone who's on the fence, we need to win to, you know, steal, move the needle. For Definitely recruits that are fifty fifty. Yeah, because it t- it also point. took uh, it took Texas A and M a couple years to do the same thing, but now they're like. Like a top tier team, but right. when they when they move from the Big Twelve to the SEC, they at were least like, defensively they are. Yeah, defensively. I mean, we'll, we'll see what, what their their quarterback play looks like. But I never thought like Mon was the the team that was going to take them to the top. But who knows? Mon. He wasn't even their starter last year. It was that some other guy? Did he get hurt though? Did Mon get hurt? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Probably. Get, I forget. But anyways, um, but the whole freaking rift between uh, what's his name, 
fucking coach uh, Jimbo and and uh, Saban and Saban. <laughs> I, I was looking at the lines the other day for uh, conference winners. It's worth taking Texas A&M to win. I think they're in the West, SEC West. Okay, plus three hundred or some shit like that. But um, they sure. I, well, let me segue this into something that's more relevant. But the reason I was looking at that was because I was going to put up long shot parlay and including uh, like winners of tournaments of different sports or whatever. But because uh, Wimbledon starts this weekend, I think. So we're gonna get some tennis. You're gonna have to. You have to put it in soon because I've done it last year, and the future uh, like conference winner and stuff like that. Bovada will switch it, so you mm-hmm. can't parlay it. There's times where you can, and then as like it gets closer to the season, it'll just be like a straight bet only prop. Well, but if you can yeah. get it in now, you got to get it in now. You know, I had like. Because I, I, I put a price fix. Well, PJ, I don't know. I've been texting Justin about it, but kind of was like on fire with price fix at, at the on vacation. But well, I, I was ever, I was present, you know. Yeah, ever since I got back, I can only hit one out of two. Which has <laughs> been like getting blinded out by one out of two. You know, you get zero dollars return. So one of the ones I hit was uh, a tennis one. I took uh, Halep, whatever her first name is, Simone or some Simone Halep or Simona or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she dominated the person she's playing, and uh, this is all Wimbledon prep. So she was on like grass court, fucking dominated, and like straight sets, like six zero, six three type thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I looked up what her line was for her to win the uh, Wim- to win Wimbledon, and that's where this all started. And she was like plus a thousand. Wow. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, that's the way how good she looked. Like dominant, yeah. My, and, uh, my question to you would be: Does she have any head-to-head matches against Swiatek? Okay, I don't know yet, but Swiatek was number one. She was still plus money, but she was like plus whatever. But she she just took some time off after uh, Roland oh, Garros to uh, like rest her shoulder, or some shit. Yeah. So even if like she's the favorite, I would never put money on her. Like, first of all, you're not getting a lot of big group back, and. Uh, Potentially, like coming off some fatigue, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, number two was Coco Goff. Uh, number, yeah. Number three was Halep, and then number four was Serena Williams, which I didn't even know she still like competed. But um, yeah, so it's still. I mean, Halep has like real, real good, like real good line for her to somehow put in a parlay. But anyways, it wouldn't let me parlay with the football stuff, so. I try yeah. to put it. I try to put her to win Wimbledon, uh, Avalanche to win NHL, uh, Stanley Cup. It was like, I think it was still plus money. It was like plus two hundred or some shit, which is bizarre. Um, and then I put like a couple football ones in there, but couldn't do it. So, just uh, you know, it sounds like you need to be doing mm. three Lakers now <laughs> for price picks. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. No kidding. Hey, Wim- yeah. Wimbledon starts on Monday, by the way. Yeah, on Monday. <clears throat> All right, so I'm more like just fucking staring at walls. I need, Saturday, I need to interject and say this real quick. <clears throat> I don't think I've announced it. For those that don't know, <laughs> I lost my wallet, my debit, you know, all this shit on a flight home. 
and I've just been like withdrawing. You know, I can't like deposit anything <laughs> my account. So this last like two weeks has just been like so slow and dead for me right now. But it should be I should be getting uh my arrivals here in either today or fucking early next week. So it's like right in time. We got Wimbledon coming up. I'm sure we got PGA tours coming. Yeah, the John Deere classic and shit. I think there's a UFC fight tomorrow as well. Yeah, but I need to I need to get back on the old uh sometimes a little breakaway though is better. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, you know? That's what I'm thinking. But yeah. too like too much time, I'm kind of disconnected now. That's true too. You don't want to spend too much time away. Yeah. But I was, but we were we were talking yesterday and sometimes it's good to uh have, put your focus into different platforms. So Justin's been like kind of hot on DraftKings, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same time, I can't hit a price fix to save my life. And it's like should have just stopped for price fix for a little bit, went to to DFS, mm-hmm. put all our attention to DFS, and then you know keep doing that instead of blowing through all the money in right. price fix. Like oh, <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> Dad at UFC last week. Oh, it's just so funny to watch. Um. Side note, your girl Demopolis, Brian Kelleher, is on the uh, prelim card. I'm just Neil Magny fights. There's a Nurmagomedov fighting and mm-hmm. Thiago Moises. No, I kind of. Hey, I think we could. I think we can win some money here. I think there's some guarantees on this card. Oh, man. You have to oppose the last, yourself last to... week. We were saying that it was all like 50 50. Go ahead. Yeah, basically, you can only at this point betting UFC, you can only limit yourself to one bet. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. And if that bet hit, you can, you know, just roll it to the next one. But it's like we talked about over the weekend, it's, it's becoming almost impossible to bet UFC. Yeah, it's becoming the worst. And win worst. and win like consistently. Yeah. But like, this has to be ranked as one of the worst. Uh, Main event. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't recognize the history of Yossi. Sarukin versus Gamra. Like, who? Who? Number 11 versus number 12. That just shows you how this card's going to go. Yeah. Just like trying to plug people in. It's probably building the shit last minute. The only saving grace to this fight would be yeah, tonight card. Nah, I probably won't watch it. <laughs> just like I just pulled out the fight card. Yeah, it's nothing. Olberg. Yeah, Olberg. I got some to that too. Excuse me. What the hell? Sure. I tried to hold it in. I couldn't. <laughs> you know what's cool after that is uh, on July 2nd is the Adesanya Cannoneer and Volkanovski Holloway fight. Yeah. And then it's Donald Cerrone versus Jim Miller. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Not Joe Luizon. So that God. fight will never happen. And this is probably his retirement fight. So I would take yeah. Cerrone over Miller. Anyway, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come there. Yeah, there's not much on that fight card. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. We could just well, start. They're probably going to make it all about um, Cerrone retiring and shit. Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Cowboy. I'm yeah, about it's probably going to be an over bet, too. 
they're not going to try to knock each other out. They're going to just go the distance. Too much respect, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe. I can see Soroni going for a knockout and, like, riding off nah. in the sunset and shit. The full still, uh, like, you know how to do that? <laughs> yes. I think he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, uh... Time to start talking to baseball. Yeah. Let me just, uh... So I had a three-day road trip from California to Tennessee, and those three days, the only thing that keep me entertained was putting in baseball DraftKings. It's been some time since I've done it consistently, but I've been trying to stay disciplined with single entry and not chasing those like 50k entries where it's like 150 MME and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I started with twelve dollars on a single entry, turned that into thirty, and then I put fifteen dollars in and turned that into thirty-five. Wow! Yeah, That's I had a couple other losses, but and then yesterday, last night, with the night slate, it was only three games. I had a twelve twelve dollars single entry. There was like three hundred entries, and I got fourth. So I 10x my $10 yeah. Nice. I could have won the whole thing if Musgrove did anything other than what he did yesterday. <laughs> yep. It was 84% owned, and I was in second. And the guy in first had didn't have him. And all I needed was him to do something. And he got absolutely destroyed. How many points did he end with? Negative 1.3. Oh, my God. So I, I went down. I could have ended and in second. Right. Could have got first, like. I'm yeah. I'm lucky that I ended in fourth. Yeah. So the strategy here is to keep this rolling. Mm. Continue with the single entries. I kind of already have my pitcher I like, and he's like not as highly on as I thought he was going to be. So I'm liking where this is going to shake up. Now, do I stick with the $12 entries, or do I try to do a bigger single entry? That's the question. Um, it's a 14 game slate. Usually those are harder to like. Yeah, that's crazy. To hit. Mm, I would say. I think start low, feel it out. No, I would say. Mm, can you just do like a an early slate? Not um, It depends on what time the game is that I'm. The four o'clock. I know, but the pitcher that I want. Okay, yeah. he's the first game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let me see. Um, Turbo. No, it's the night games. No. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Then, well, then go like lower. All right. I think there was one down here. Hmm? Oh, I'm trying to pull up the drafting entries. There's a 20. Oh, yeah. $25 single entry. And the payout winner uh, winner only gets $1,500. Ice Picks needs to throw me like a free entry right now because this is bullshit. <laughs> I probably got to do that one. Yeah, I'm going to do that one. $25 single entry. There's about five. Where is it? 564 spots. 
Correct. Okay. So I'm looking at the uh, batter versus pitcher matchup. Mm-hmm. And I usually always kind of like, I'll start by sorting it by strikeouts just to see like what pitcher has the most strikeout success against their opponent, right? Mm-hmm. And one, two, three, four, five. The top five, and I've never seen this, but the top five batters are all from the Yankees with the most strikeouts. And that could just be because they have had the most at-bats, but Verlander has 14 strikeouts against Gallo, 11 against Hicks, 10 against Judge, 9 against Donaldson, 7 against Stanton. I don't even. He can give up like two home runs. I can care less. It's yeah. If he goes out there and pitches like ten strikeouts, he's gonna like. You know, he's the most expensive pitcher, but he's only projected like nine percent ownership, <clears throat> which is more than twenty percent less than Aaron Nola. <laughs> what the hell is that? Sorry, you, you hear that? I thought I muted myself. I just oh. um, just gagged actually on, on accident. Jesus. <laughs> so Aaron Nola is the t- he's projected as the top pitcher at thirty four percent, and he's four hundred dollars cheaper than Verlander. Mm. So the pivot is Verlander, yeah, at a fraction of the ownership, and you get some positive leverage. Okay, so. He's my first plug-in. Okay. And then if you look up the top stacks, top stack is the Dodgers. Of course. So if you're going to do the Dodgers, I'm sure their bats are very expensive. With Verlander, you're going to have to get really Hmm. tricky here with the, the second pitcher. But what I've been like, Forcing myself to do is to not. You can't obviously get the top pitcher and the top stack, so you gotta create some leverage other places. Right. Well, I'm running on a, a crunch right now, and Dodger stack is nowhere to be found. So I mean, well, the two highest game totals are from the four teams. I probably would never think to. Let me ask you a question answer. first. Is there is there a Coors game? Uh, nope. Okay, good. So the there's two games out of a nine and a half total: Angels, Mariners, okay. and Royals, Athletics. <laughs> so I don't know how often people like in a uh, optimal lineup have anybody from any of those teams other than like Trout or Otani. But okay, well, Angels are third for top stack. Royals are. Ninth, mm. Seattle's eleventh. Royals are we're about athletics down. They're Jordan noisy twelfth. Mm. So they're all kind of like middle of the pack minus the Angels. You could you could potentially like game stack the fucking Royal Athletics game. <sighs> I mean, they're both like scrap. I mean, I, I don't know. You're not going to get like a ton of home runs or anything. I don't think, but. Let me run this uh, quickly. Because I like to do a five-man stack from a team. Mm-hmm. 
not like married to it, but um, usually that's how I'll, I'll play. Ryan, what did you say about the uh, the Angels? Just now? Or... Yeah, like when when they were brought up. Um, they have their there's two games today that have a nine and a half total, which is the highest total in today's slate, and one of them is the Angels Mariners game. So, did you say anything? Would... What did you like? Did you say anything other? I just was saying that because Dodgers are the top stack for DFS purposes, mm-hmm. but they're probably going to be the most expensive that you can potentially find good like leverage on one of these teams from like that have like the highest total on the slate. So right. Angels, Mariners, or Royals, Athletics. Because nine and a half, you're going to get some runs somewhere, which is fantasy points. Yeah. So. For some reason, I guess it's not like two out of the. The optimizer likes the Rangers. Wow! Because they're so okay. low, low, low price, though. I think that's why. Yeah, I mean, they're going against Paulo Espino. Yeah, I've never even heard of this guy. He's like a reliever type. He got stretched to five innings, lost, lost outing. How many hits did he give up? Uh, three, but Nash, three two are bad. They are bad. I don't hate it. I just, for me, I mean, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to sway one way or another. But they kind of have Texas. Kind of has an Angels vibe to mm-hmm. me, where it's like, you know, okay, I'm gonna pay it. Like, you know, I guarantee like Simeon's like. Well, there's times where he's like five grand. Yeah, okay, I'm inserting Simeon. Mm-hmm. Fucking over does nothing. does nothing. He's actually five grand today, too. So obvious. <laughs> so nah, I don't know. I mean, you, you you burn a lot of salary by going like Simeon, uh, Seeger, and Aldonis, whatever his last name is. And I think that's that's one, two, three, or two, three, four. Adolis Garcia. Yeah. Okay. Well. And I don't know. I mean, they have a nine total. I'm sure they're gonna get after it. But hmm. it keeps giving me Verlander and Noah. So not know if I want both those guys. Hmm. And this guy Jeffrey Spriggs from Tampa Bay. Coming up a lot. I like you said Nola and Verlander. Yeah, I like those. I like Nola at least against the Padres. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, if you I watched the game yesterday, and I I think I watched the game before. They're actually the Padres are getting like good hits. Yeah, yeah. No, they have. They, have they just weren't able to produce any runs, so that's what kind of scares me because you kind of like. Just like the flow of the series, you're just going to be like a, a lot of hits, you know? Yeah, but the, mid- the middle of their lineup is – I would say the middle bottom of their lineup is not very good. For sure. Padres. That's why that's why they're not getting runs across. Good point. It's like Kim – let me pull it up right now. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Hosmer bats fifth, and then it goes Kim, Asukar, Abrams, and Alcantara. Like, okay. Because they're, they're not very good. And Trent, Trent Gershon was leading off his shit, fucking batting 191 on the year. 
that's not going to get it done. Okay, so what I need to do is hunt out a pitcher that's like low priced. I can yesterday and on my my nightcap, I had the lowest price pitcher from the Orioles. I need like I think he ended up being the highest scoring. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Use that again. No, it doesn't always work out that way, especially on a fourteen game slate. Hmm. But I want to be able to squeeze Dodgers in with Merlander, so I'm gonna to have to get someone. What? Where does uh, Manoa rank? Um, fourth. He's ninety five hundred. Ouch. Fifth. Uh, what about Cobb? In the middle of the pack, eighty three hundred. He's a good pivot. Just looking at it, he's probably a good pivot off Spriggs. Who's 8,500? I think a lot of people are going to go to that. And then third. last but not least, what about Palante from the Cardinals? Uh, like third from the bottom. Hmm. What about what about Don Bundy? Uh, he's middle of the pack, 7,700. That's not bad. Rockies are fucking atrocious away from Coors. How's Dylan Bundy? Hey, he's okay. Last outing against Arizona, eight eight innings pitched, four hits, seven strikeouts. That's kind of like the the ceiling, though. Why did he go from the two previous games pitching in the sixties to the last game, one hundred and seven pitches? That's, that's weird. Probably because he got fucking shelled. He played <laughs> Yankees and Blue Jays. He's too volatile for me. I kind of like the Cobb approach, though. To be honest, is he a strikeout pitcher? Cobb. Mm-hmm. Uh, His ceiling is eight or ten. Game one, not bad. Cincinnati. He just played against Cincinnati. Uh, eight strikeouts. Those are always like, God, ah, does the does the second game go to the pitcher again? Same plan, or does Cincinnati make adjustments? Is he playing Cincinnati again? Yeah, I'm kind of there. There's no. Uh, <laughs> they haven't put the umpires in yet, so mm-hmm. I haven't included that. So if there's anyone towards the top, I'm going to plug that in. But um, I kind of like pivoting off um, Nola and Spriggs and going Verlander Cobb. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't right hate there. it. I don't hate that. All right. All right. Different. Then I could just then I could just stack in Dodgers if I can. Just so earlier now you can't see fucking lineups. Know, lineups. For yeah. any game. Let's see if Dodger, what Dodger bats are like the. Freddie Freeman is the hottest batter on Dodgers right now. He's Atlanta, playing Atlanta. Atlanta. But. Hmm. I don't know if they've ever played it against. Um... Yeah, they, I think they already played Atlanta. No, I'm saying the pitcher. Oh. Let me see here. Are you guys? Why can't I find the Dodgers? Oh, here it is. Ian Anderson. Okay. Um, let's see. Not great. Will Smith is three for three for nine. A strikeout and a walk. Lux is one for four with a strikeout. Turner is one for four. Muncie's one for four. Bellinger's one for eight. 
Taylor, 0 for 7. Trey Turner, 0 for 8. Jeez. Sorry, 0 for 6. Um, Who was that last person that was 0 for 6? Trey, Trey, Trey Turner. Ah, Brady Freeman, no at bats. And everyone else, no at bats. <sighs> hmm. But all of a sudden, they're the top stack. It's kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think just sometimes it's like keep them there until something tells you they're not. Because they're like always a top stack. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, I, I think like, it just takes like, I don't know. You got to find things that are actually changing on a daily basis. But like, even I'm looking at DraftKings. Okay, who do you think the number? Okay, Will Smith is the number one catcher at fifty six hundred, mm-hmm. which is like way expensive for a catcher. Who do you think number two is? Like Salvador Perez or some shit. He's he's number three. There's someone right in between the, those two people. Um, fucking like full from the Blue Jays, Kirk or some shit. <laughs> no, full swag though. No, uh, uh-uh. we had we had this person the other day. Um, from the Cubs. Oh, this is trivia segment right now. Wilson Contreras, but how the fuck is he fifty two hundred? This guy can't hit a fucking baseball. <laughs> yeah, they, they just, just like oh, updated you know, pricing it. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. for sure, you got to like see who's mispriced and avoid that for sure. Or if there's someone PJ. mispricing your benefit, then PJ, we had this fool Wilson Contreras. Over one and a half, or I think it was over fantasy score or something. In a game where we where where the uh, we, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we had Cubs and we had this full price pick trying to double dip. Yeah, the Cubs scored twelve runs. He, I think he was over six or over Jesus five. Christ. Batting it, third, too. Like right of yeah. course, it's the field day, and your guy does nothing. Yeah, just typical. But yesterday, I think he <laughs> – that was two days ago. Yesterday, they the Cubs put up seven runs. He was 0 for 4 as well. <laughs> this guy's 0 for 10 the last yeah. two games. Yeah, now all of a sudden he's 50 – come on. I mean, I going know. 0 for 10, he can only be better from there. Or he just is not very good. That's true. That's true. See, I lean, I lean the other way, other side of the spectrum there. Yeah. It almost makes sense to me why he's priced like that right now. Yeah, it's called gambling. <laughs> you could, yeah, you'd probably be very low on. It looks like the Angels had previously played Flexen. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys have like four or five at bats, and a lot of the batting averages are. Um, they look good. 250, 500, 500, 400, 400, 400, 300, 300, 200. So I don't I mind think Angels. They, play, they kind of beat them up a little bit. That's yeah. what it looks like. That's why they're third top stack. So so every not... time we've met Angels this season, they've <laughs> I know. Their, their implied run total is 5.3, which is equivalent to the Dodgers, 5.3. Okay. So Angels. Could be a little cheaper stack. Yep. Flexing is not very good. Absolutely. It's in. Oh, it's in. Uh, okay. It's in Los Angeles. (laughs) Anybody who's not familiar with California, (laughs) not Los Angeles. That's why you know it's funny. I always laugh when uh, any sport 
they have the primetime game. It's on like ABC or something. And they come back from a commercial break and the game's out like Staples Center or Crypto Arena. <laughs> and they're showing, they're showing like, like Malibu. Yeah. yeah. Or like Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Just outside of Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Well. Like not quite, dude. It's like yeah, 45 no. minute drive. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Like an hour with <clears throat> Yeah. To get um, about 18 miles. Yeah. But okay. I, I, don't, I don't mind Angels. Angels, uh, yeah. I think I had them when, uh, yeah, I did. I haven't, I, I did back to back nights where I did angel stack, and it was the second night was when, uh, Otani put up like 43. Well, wow. here's the question Do you take Otani or Trout? Both. Uh, both. both. Yeah. Otani's hot right now. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me see. Otani's price at 6K. Uh, that's okay. I'll just go cheaper. But, uh, you got to get some from the Royals, which I think they're actually relatively expensive. Let me see here. Detroit Tigers came up second most behind the Angels for like a two-man stack, like a mini stack. Because hmm. like the optimizer right now basically likes Verlander and Nola with Rangers and Angels small stack. That's basically what they're what they're doing. I don't, I don't mind Detroit actually. They play at Arizona. Arizona's not some like shutdown team. Balls, yeah. f- balls fly in Arizona. The only issue is like their top player from the Tigers that they're giving me in the optimizer is Riley Green. Legit. Is he? I've never even really like. Well, I guess he has, he's only played in a couple of games. I know. I, I have his baseball card. I just sold it. Oh, nice. And then uh, mm-hmm. Victor Reyes, Robbie Grossman. Those are the three players from the Tigers that are coming up. Gross. Yeah. So <laughs> let me see. Let me see what I can do here. I mean, if I get Trout and Otani, you're gonna have to get Riley Green. Riley Green. You're not, or you are. Well, Riley Green's sitting at like twenty two hundred. Where does Ward play? He's an outfielder as well. Oh, 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 all your outfielders in the same team. I hate doing that. Yeah. Sure. Just trying to think who's not going to make it. I think Ward bats lead off. I'd keep Ward. I took him last time. He's going to be zero points as a leadoff hitter. Hey, you can only do better. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. That's going to be. Is, is Otani uh, like first base eligible or anything? Uh, let me check for you. No. Yeah, no. Walsh is though. No, oh. no, I'm talking about Ward. Oh, Ward. Oh, geez, these guys have a Ward, a Walsh, and a Wade. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, he is Otani's first base eligible. Perfect. I don't see it. Oh, yeah. oh, on his thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Okay, let me just see what how much of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the guy from? Oh, Green. Twenty-two hundred. Nice. Mm-hmm. Saves me some money. Where's Tiger stacked up in this? They're like towards the bottom. 
They got one of the higher positive leverage, though. I like that. Okay, let's do that. Good. Good. Done. Yeah, I like it. Umpire still aren't plugged in. Okay. One, two, three. Who bets fourth for the Angels? Otani, probably. No, Otani bets third. Hmm. I was just looking at this. Jared Walsh. Okay, I can't get him. Or Matt Duffy against the lefty. Oh, Duffy? Matt Duffy too much What? Supposed to like wrestling with your phone too? I know. Me? Yeah. I don't have headphones in. Hmm. I keep hearing like a fucking yeah. oh. like a, it's like a I had, I had my finger over the microphone. Yeah. That could be it. Mm. Case closed. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let me just do this really quick. One last thing. So, just like tentative, I don't know for sure what I'm going to do, but it's most likely going to be Verlander as my SP1 with an Angel stack, most likely. And um, either one off Riley Green or small stack Tigers with, with the Angels. That's. That's the play, and then depending on how much money I have left over, will determine my second last man in for my. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, so I don't want to spend too much time on this, but that's that's where. Okay, done. Or I might have to go Angels, small stack, Rangers, one off Riley Green, Rangers, Verlander, still on the Rangers, huh? The optimizer keeps pulling them up. Like I can't get away from them. I I don't like. I don't have to do that, but I think it's a good play. The Rangers are number one, two, three, four, number five, top stack. They have a 5.2 implied total. Okay. Well, then so that's what we do. Rangers, Angels, Tigers. Something like that. But you're, like, also not getting any Red Sox. Red Sox. They're the second. Them. Or Dodgers. They're one and two. I know. Well, that's, that's, what, you, that's what you have to sacrifice. Yeah, I know. Hmm. That's okay. But the reality is, you need to put more emphasis on now. Pitching. On pitching, yep. Okay. Right? Yeah. You try to just get all these home run boppers and shit, and you get two people with zero. Which, who's Joss? Yeah. Mitch Carver? Wow. 3K? Garvey, does he not get any hits or what? That's two hundred eight. He's I don't I don't think he's very good, but yeah. who knows? I think he's on the decline. Yeah, he's batting like two hundred seven. Okay, but I gotta check. I gotta wait for lineups, anyways. But that's kind of all right. Sounds good. Okay, so uh, second leg of the price picks. Then you want me to take a batter from Angels. <laughs> Yeah, this is like every fucking... This is like where we got stuck last time because <laughs> I think it's better rather than like trying to. Because last two times we did it, the the batter or last three times, the batter we took didn't come close, 
or they came this? within a half a half point. How about this? So I would say flip it, uh, attack it. total hits. Total hits. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, well, there's also the Otani Trout Marsh over a half home run. But let me see. Who they're going as flexing, so uh, hits allowed. Yeah, it's a good one. Like I said, Otani's high. Five and a half? Okay, yeah, I'm sold. Okay, so this is PJ for the – I don't know if you're tailing or not, but – Price I am, picks. but like I said, I can't fucking enter anything yet. So, <laughs> Price picks two teamers over six strikeouts for Lander, over five and a half hits allowed, flex in for the Mariners. Yeah, that's going to be my new favorite prop. Yeah, it's allowed. I see more and more the the chatter, more and more about uh, one and a half total bases is like the worst. Play it to do, and that's what we've been doing. You're so. expecting your batter to bat 500 every time you bet it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's just hard for sure. Okay, so we got our DraftKings, we got our price picks. Um, bets, I think I'll just keep it kind of the same. Um, I'm gonna look to straight bet Verlander's strikeouts, but sometimes Bovada has an inflated strikeout total. But if but if not, then I'm gonna look to bet Rangers. Um and uh, Angels and maybe Tigers like team total or something. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, so yeah, that's that. Um, any any last words for sports? Nope, not for me. PJ, 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 come in. No, we lost nine, it looks like. Okay. Well, that's we're at fifty two minutes, so that's good. I was gonna bring up bring up a movie, but I'll hold it off till till Monday or whatever. Yep. All right, sounds good.